Larry Bird's not walking through that door. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. It's my team. It's my quarterback. A kick. It is. Good. 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 To be the man, you gotta beat the man. The 2 1. Swag lane drive left field. One run is in. Here's Kevin Green. Here's the run of the play. He is. This is the Powers on Sports Podcast. Welcome to a special edition of the Powers on Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Powers. Down here in Tampa, Florida, it's NFL Draft Week, and we are going to, I, along with three good friends of mine, we are going to give you a complete round one mock draft. All 32 picks, no trades, we're going to pick them as they are slotted in the draft order that they are currently in, so... You will get a good perspective on what some people are thinking around the country. We got mocksters from Al- Birmingham, Alabama, Atlanta, Georgia, Columbus, Ohio, and me here in Tampa. So, thanks to David Precise, Michael Banks, and Charles Judkins for joining me for the mock draft. This is our second annual mock draft, 2021 edition, and hope you enjoy. All right, we're back for the anticipated 2021 mock draft. We got our mocksters here, Mike, Dave, Chuck, and myself. We're going to go through the entire first round of the, of the selection meeting, as they like to call it at the NFL, the selection meeting, not the draft. So we got uh, four, my four buddies from my fantasy football league, four very qualified followers of the game, we got the SEC covered. We got the ACC covered with the U. We got the Big Ten covered up in Columbus. And I'm down here just r- rolling along just uh, as your moderator. So, all right, what we're going to do is just so everybody knows, we're going to go every four picks. Each of us are going to make a selection, and we're going to go from there. So the guys have to be on their toes because who knows what the curveballs are. We're not going to have any trades. But I will say, mocksters, if you want to say, in my opinion, I'd love to trade down, I would have traded down if this was my pick in real life. Feel free to say that. But we're not going to have any trades. We're going to make the picks, and we're going to go down the line. So, all right, fellas, you guys ready? Let's go. Let's roll. All right. Jason, I am on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll make this easy. We got the Urbanator coming to town. We got the obviously the, the number one pick since the seventh grade. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the pick. I don't think there's any doubt this is this has been the pick for the last seven years, and uh, so we'll see if Urban can get it done in Orlando and down in, up in Jacksonville. So I'm going Trevor Lawrence, pick number one overall, Jacksonville. Pick number two, the New York Jets. It does a dumpster fire. Mister Salas in charge now. The Jets. Can't ever get it right, it seems like, at the quarterback position. So we're going to see if Chuck goes quarterback or if he's going to go Kyle Pitts. Who knows? So, Chuck, you got it. New York Jets. Hey, I'm going to make this real easy. The Jets haven't had a quarterback, I, I would say, since, what, uh, Joe Willie Namath. So uh, <laughs> we are going quarterback, and we're going to take Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. 
The Cougs, Dave. I know that's always been a favorite of yours, the Cougs. <laughs> Drop a par 72 on the Cougs. Yes. Go. <laughs> Good pick there again. Lots of people talking about is Wilson better than – Justin Fields and all that stuff. He's a good-looking guy. He'll be good in New York City, replacing Sam Darnold. His franchise from day one, new new administration, Zach Wilson to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Number three, the most intriguing pick of the first 20 picks or so. What are these bozos going to do out in Santa Clara? Dave's getting to pick the 49ers. Obviously, they've traded up with his old his Finns team from 12 to 3. Gave up a boatload. The question is, which of the three guys are you going to take, Dave? You are on the clock. Well, it, it's tough even when you're just on a Zoom talking about, about all this. And looked through several mock drafts, thought about this quite a bit, but we're uh, – you can see the Ohio behind me, but we're uh, sticking with Mac Jones, number three, Um Thought hard about Trey Lance. You know, he had uh, – there's not a lot of experience there. Um, his big showcase game was against Central Arkansas where he went 15 of 30 for 149 yards. Um, looks the part, whatever, you know, maybe maybe he'll be the guy one day. But Mac Jones throwing 77%, uh, that's pretty good against air. So, uh, Kyle Shanahan seems to like him. I'll go with him and uh, roll with that. A very tough call for Dave because he's a huge Alabama guy. He lives in Columbus where Justin Fields is at and followed him forever. So a tough call there. But Mac Jones, you're going with the, the cerebral pick. We're not going with the athleticism, the Shenanahan offense. I know you've been Shenanahan a bunch of times over the years in fantasy at the running back position. But we're going Mac Jones. Number four, another pivot point here in this draft, the Atlanta Falcons. New regime, Arthur Smith in, Dan Quinn out, all those guys. The question is, you can't get rid of Matt Ryan this year because of his salary cap it, uh, ramifications. Julio Jones is now on the trade market from all indications coming out today. One big Julio. Do you go quarterback here? Do you go position player? What say you, Mr. Banks? I mean, <clears throat> I you know, they, they need help all over the board. They do have the, the cap ramifications. So that's why I think even if they trade Julio, they got to have a weapon. If they don't, they've got a pretty lethal combination with Ridley, Julio, and their pick of Kyle Pitts from Florida, who if he could get a quarterback that could sling it, uh, this, guy's, this guy is legit. Saw what he did against Alabama in the SEC championship game, gave them nightmares and fits. Um this guy's this guy's good. So I think the Falcons go go pits here. And like I said, trade Julio or don't trade him. You've got you've got somebody either to pair with him on the inside or uh, or you've got a guy that can can help take coverage off Ridley. So because he can he can play out. I mean, he can play outside if you need him to. He's that kind of he's that kind of special of a, of a weapon. Yeah, everybody's loving some Kyle Pitts this 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 draft season. It'll be interesting to see. Is he Antonio Gates? Is he you know, is he a big time Hall of Fame? Everybody's saying this guy's a Hall of Famer in the making. But if you're Atlanta, do you again? Do you think quarterback down the road, or do you, or you try to win now with Arthur Smith? Sounds like you're going to win now mode. Kyle Pitts is the pick in Atlanta. All right, number five, the Bengals. I, I got the Bengals. This opens up the Bengals. They can do whatever they want. You got Joe Burrow and got the wide receiver pick if you want. You can go. You can go offensive line help. 
They need help. Burrow hurt his knee last year. Their offensive line seemed to be a sieve from all indications. Big Jonah Williams, the Alabama guy, is supposed to be back this year. I guess he's going to play right tackle. Um, I'm going to take Penne Sewell because I think you got to have some linemen. They got some decent receivers in, in Cincinnati with Boyd and T. Higgins. And I don't think the off, I don't think the receivers are going to be the issue. You got to find some help for, for Joe Burrow to keep him upright. He got crushed last year. So I'm going Penne Sewell, offensive line, Oregon. All right. Next up, number six, the Miami Dolphins. They have been wheeling and dealing this whole draft season. They started out at three, went down to 12, went back up to six with Philadelphia. So they're on the clock. Obviously, I don't think they're going quarterback here with Tua. They're trying to get Tua. The question is, do you get Tua weapons? Do you get defensive help? Dave, you got the Dolphins. Your home, your 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 second team. What do you think Miami is going to do with Brian Flores year three? Oh man, well we we wanted Kyle Pitts, but that you had to go do that. So um, pretty really tight call between Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith, and and uh, it's going to be a big surprise to you all that I went with the SEC all-time leading receiver. Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper, goes to the Miami Dolphins, number six. All right. Again, lots of talk of who's the best receiver in this class. Is it Smith? Is it Chase? You know, the, the only downfall with Smith is his, is his weight. You know, people don't realize how little Marvin Harrison was. He gets a lot of comparisons to Marvin Harrison, that he could be that kind of guy. We'll see. You know, he was running loose, a lot of, lot of running loose last year against some, some DP. So we'll see what happens when – when they at, when when Tua hangs him out to dry over the over the secondary one time to see if he can get up after he gets lit up. So good pick, Devontae Smith. Give Tua some help. Back on the clock, the Detroit Lions, a new regime. Your boy uh, Pencilhead is no longer in charge. With our boy Patricia back in Belichick's stable up in New England <laughs> as an analyst, whatever he's doing. But uh, thank God. <laughs> That's called coaching timeout. He's in coaching timeout for now. You got the meathead himself, Dan Campbell, running the show in Detroit with a new GM. They acquire uh, Jared Goff from the Rams in a big trade with with Stafford. You lose Kenny Galladay. Do you try to replace Kenny Galladay? Do you take offensive line? Michael, what are you like? What are you? Where are you going with the Detroit Lions? (laughs) Giving me all the ones that need so much help all over the board, especially my own lines. Yeah, they need a lot of help. Um, I, me personally, I would take offensive line. Actually, me personally, I would trade trade this pick. Get what you can. New England wants to trade up probably. You can get somebody to trade up to that seventh spot, get you some draft capital. Take the take the route of the Dolphins that they took two years ago. Look at where look at how fast they have rebuilt that uh, that program. So but for the purposes of this, I think the Lions have to go receiver. They they trade away, or they, I'm sorry, lose Galladay flat out. No, no compensation, except for maybe a compensatory pick. As much as I would love to take my Alabama guy, I'd have to say that if if, if they're going to take a receiver here, they got to take Jamar Chase. Um, <clears throat> yeah, obviously him and Smith have kind of been one, two, uh, depending on who you ask. So I would say Jamar Chase with this pick for the Lions. Good pick. Again, instant starter will come in day one to be the guy there, probably be the number one receiver, you know, 
I know they want to run the ball with that Anthony Lynn, the, the high, high flying Anthony Lynn offense. We'll see how that works in Detroit. Golf, a lot of people, you know, who knows what people think about golf, but I think he can be a decent player for them. It's a good pick, Jamar Chase. And again, a lot of people think Jamar is the best receiver in the draft. So if you get him at seven, that's a good pick. Number eight, again, another pivot point here. We still got both quarterbacks on the board, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Do the Panthers, do they go quarterback? They've acquired Sam Darnold. This gets a two-year experiment. Do you bring another quarterback in the mix here? Or do you trade the pick? Do you pick offensive line? Their offensive line was not very good last year. Or do you, play, or do you pick the best defensive guy on the board? Chuck, you got the Panthers. Well, after doing a little research, found out that Carolina went all defense last year. So I think it's time to, to, to help the offense since, you know, they've got what I think they think is their franchise quarterback in Darnold. So to get him a little help, uh, we're going to get him some offensive line help. So uh, we're actually, we're going to uh, draft uh, Rashawn Slater, okay. offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Uh, who had a great year. Northwestern had a really good year, uh, but get that man some help. Uh, they haven't had a good, yep. a good tackle since what Jordan Gross. So probably yeah, that's a good pick there, man. Yep, good pick. They got some decent receivers. Your boy Sticks Anderson, Mike, is in in, in the mix over there. They got some decent. The I mean, I got <laughs> he wears the toothpicks, the one one, and he's a toothpick. And I know Dave loves the other guy. That what's the Maryland guy, DJ. DJ Moore, nice. is that his name? Oh. Who's the guy for Carolina? DJ, receiver. DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore. Yep. They've always oh, been. Yeah. yeah. They're from Maryland. Yeah, you're yeah. right. All right. So good pick, Chuck. I like that. They need their offensive line was bad last year. And you're right. Darnold needs to be upright. That's been his big issue, not staying upright. All right. Number nine, the Denver Broncos. It's my pick with Denver. The interesting thing here is the question is, if you're Denver, are you sold on Drew Locke? If you're not, you take a quarterback here. If you are, this is another leverage pick where you could trade down with some people, New England, potentially Washington, maybe the Bears, something like that, and probably get a massive haul if you are if you believe in Drew Locke as the answer. Defensively, they're still pretty good on defense. Uh, receivers, they got good receivers, Jerry Judy, Sutton. I'm going to take – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go quarterback here. I'm gonna go Trey Lance. I'm not sold on Drew Locke. I'm gonna take Trey Lance to compete with Drew Locke. Locke still got another year on his rookie contract. You can compete for a year and obviously make a decision which way you want to go. But I'm going Trey Lance to the Denver Broncos from North Dakota State. Number ten, the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? This is going to be a Charles pick, obviously. Dak finally in the mix, in the fold. Their defense was a complete sieve last year. You know, lots of different options. You got plenty. Of, you got the best DBs on the board. You got the best linebacker on the board still available. You know, this could be a potential trade-down scenario. You know, Jerry Jones was talking all week about Kyle Pitts and all that. I'd love to get Kyle. Chuck, what do you think the Cowboys are going to do? Pick number 10. You know, we, we, we were thinking about going cornerback, but, you know, with, with the news today with Lee uh, retiring, knowing that, you know, we, we need some some linebacker help. Uh, but, you know, uh, Jerry Jones will, will always take, I think, the, the, the best possible athlete or best uh, possible position player 
we're actually we're, we're going to roll with with an Alabama person. We're going to go with Patrick Sertan the second. Yep, there you go. Good. Yep. A lot of people. Have, I, I think yep. he will help help out with the defense because I think that that's one of their main concerns that their defense is terrible. Horrific. Their, their, offense, their <laughs> offense can put up some points, but their their defense is one that needs some help. So. And now you got bookend Bama corners. You got Trayvon Diggs on one side and you got Sertain on the other. Obviously, we all know his dad played in the league for a long time, so he's come from good pedigree, been taught well, will come in and be an instant starter. You know, it was him and the there's another corner from South Carolina, J.C. Horn. The decision was if you're going which guy you're going to go with, but a good pick. Again, should be a guy that comes in and plays from day one, and that's what they need. They need guys that can play and play smart and all that. Dan Quinn new defensive coordinator with the Cowboys. So good pick there for the Cowboys. Good, solid pick. Nothing too glamorous. Number 12, New York Giants. Mike, this is your, your team. They had poor year in year one of Joe Judge. Huge year for Daniel Jones coming up. No no, Barkley last year. He was done. They, re, they, they signed your boy Galladay to be the number one receiver, which is a good move. Hopefully Barkley comes back. Their defense was actually pretty good last year. So, Brett, Mike, what do you think? What do you think the Giants are going to go with? I think um, you know Charles was just referring to the Cowboys and how they can score points. We know if Dak is healthy, we saw what they what they were able to do in the, those first three or four weeks in that division. And assuming that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, you're going to have to score points in that division. So, I think that with Daniel Jones, they've got to get him another weapon along with Galladay. <clears throat> the two, you know. Smith, uh, Smitty and uh, Chase are off the board. So I think they go with Jalen Waddle here. I think that they would have to, um, you know, get a, a playmaker, a guy that can, that is electric like <clears throat> Odell Beckham was when he was with the Giants, make some plays, return punts. Uh, he can do a lot on the field. So I think that, uh, I think the Giants would go there. You get Barkley back healthy. You got Waddle, Galladay, Jones has the weapons now with Barkley. You got the tight end still with Evan Ingram. It was still a pretty solid player. Uh, defense is strong. I think that's. I think that would be a missing piece for them. So I, I go Waddle there. Jalen Waddle, good pick. Yep. Uh, you know the question with the, with the Giants is, you know, is Daniel Jones the answer? And obviously that's going to be answered this year, most likely, yay or nay. Once again, Dave Gettleman doesn't trade down because he doesn't want to get fleeced. Apparently, he's never <laughs> traded down his career because he claims he doesn't ever want to get fleeced. He's, he's the Pat Gillen. He's the Pat Gillick of the NFL, the new Pat Gillick, Dan Pat. Number 12, we're going up to the Eags. Your boy Dave's going to have the Eagles. The Eags traded down with the Dolphins, swap spots, picked up some capital. The Eags are rolling with Jalen Hurts, allegedly. Not real impressed with their head coach in his couple press conferences that he's had so far with the rock, paper, scissors, scouting <laughs> advice. <laughs> So we'll see what old Nick Sirianni is going to be as a head coach. Um, you know, it, to me, it seems like it's going to be a rebuild year in, in Philadelphia. Not a lot of not a lot of big weapons. It doesn't look like. But Dave, what are you thinking for the Philadelphia Eagles? You know, we weren't happy to see uh, Waddle just go right then out of the Big Four. So that's a bit of a stinger there, Mike. Um, but in uh, we will take uh, Micah Parsons, an inside linebacker, and try to keep us in the game. There you go. 
probably the maybe the best athlete in the draft. I know I know he he'd been really did blew it up at the combine and his personal workouts. So Penn State guy, all you guys that love Jimmy Franklin up there at uh, Penn State, coming out of that Penn State program, probably the most doubtably the best linebacker in the draft so far. We'll see how that works out up there in the Philadelphia. He's a local kid, stays home in Philadelphia, Micah Parsons. Number 13, we're going out to L.A. Michael Banks is going to have the Chargers. Mr. Herbert blew up in year one. Great, great run there. They, they finished. They just couldn't win a close game. They lost every close game they were in. Anthony Lynn replaced. New coach out there is. Who's the new coach in L.A.? Brandon Staley, right? The Rams guy. Staley's the defensive coordinator, the new coach out there. You got just uh, had to go to the other side of the building. Yes, yeah. yes. So, uh, Mike, what are you thinking? Offensive line might be an area of need, maybe a, a weapon, <laughs> or maybe some defense. What do you what do you what do you like there in LA with the Chargers? I, I like their offense. Their defense is all you know. If their defense could stay healthy, this team, the, their defense is legit. But none of them can stay healthy and play at the same time. With uh, Bosa, Derwin James, those guys, linebackers, uh, Melvin um, Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Yeah, those guys are, are legit. But like I said, they just got to stay healthy. But um, offensively, I think they're good, too, with the running backs and receivers. I think they need an offensive line here, uh, like you said. And I would give them uh, Christian Derisaw from uh, Virginia Tech, uh, 6'4 and a half, 315, started as a true freshman for the Hokies. So I have uh, the Chargers going with Derisaw here. Uh, good, okay, not a bad pick there. Darisaw, Hokey Doke, up from from Blacksburg. They, um, yeah, they never really had great offensive lines in, with the Chargers, and obviously you got Herbert, who had an unbelievable year and is going to be a stud. It looks like good pick there. Good, like I tell people, you can never have enough offensive linemen and defensive linemen. What, right. you know, the matter of what value you're getting for them, but you can never have enough of them out there in La La Land. <clears throat> All right, number fourteen, Minnesota Vikings. Dave, this is going to be your pick. Uh, not a great year last year. Another year, Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson had a great year. You know, your boy Pat Peterson in the mix now with the Vikings, looking for a number change potentially. But uh, what do you what do you think, Minnesota Vikings, Dave? Yeah, it's a tough call between offense and defense. But I think, uh, man. When you look at it, I think uh, we, we're going to go offense with a big uh, O-lineman from USC, Elijah Vera Tucker, a guard, just bolster up the O-line. There you go. Good pick. Big year for Zimmer. Zimmer could be on the hot seat. Another 7-9, and 8-8 eight eight kind of year. He might be out in, in Minnesota. They're kind of getting tired of him a little bit, it seems like. Kirk Cousins, up and down with Kirk. Good year, bad year. He's got the ability, but – Again, not a great offensive line. He seems to get hit a lot, seems like. You got Dalvin Cook, great running back. Jefferson's a great player. Thielen getting a little old. Tight end-wise, big Irv Smith at Alabama going to probably be the main guy there at tight end. So another good reinforcement. Maybe could have gone DB there. Could always use more DBs in that division with Aaron Rodgers and company, but good pick there with Vera Tucker offensive line. Number 15, is JP somehow this guy has fallen to me? I don't know how it's happened, but Justin Fields <laughs> is going to be the pick. I mean, I, I I don't love him, but for that style of offense, McDaniel's is a pretty good offensive innovator. He had Tebow in Denver, obviously he had Cam. I think it, 
he'll be a good Cam will be a good mentor to him. I think same style of player, big guy can run. I think he's a little more accurate than Cam probably is. They need a quarterback. They got to have a quarterback. So give me Justin Fields, Ohio State. To uh, I don't think he starts day one, but I think by about week five, week six, could be in the mix playing unless the Patriots off to a great start. The Patriots overwhelmed the free agent market. They really overhauled the team in free agency. And for Justin Fields to fall to 15 without having to make a deal is, is a godsend. And we got the day, we got the cat with the OHIO in the background up in Columbus. <laughs> the kitty cat. So Give me Justin well, Fields like... and Buckeyes coming to Foxborough. <laughs> Number 16, going out to the desert to see uh, Cliffy and company in Arizona. Number 16, Charles, this is your guy. You got Kyler Murray. You got all the offensive weapons they got. They lost some guys on defense. They lost Patrick Peterson. Um, so question is, do you replace him? Do you take best available player? Your thoughts out of the desert, Chuck? You know what? Uh, I think we actually give Kyler Murray some more help. Some more, more help. help. More help, you know, because you don't know with what? Uh, is A.J. Green out there? Now? Yeah, they got a lot of guys now. You know? But is it going to be the, the athlete formerly known as A.J. Green or, right. you know, the, the current – I always get hurt A.J. Green. You know, you got Hopkins, who I think is one of the best wide receivers, top top three. Um, but we're, we're going to give him some more help, and we're going to give uh, – we're going to draft uh, Mr. Kadarius Tony out of uh, Florida. All right. A little slot guy. He's got, like Dave likes to say, he's the Zuzu with some plenty of Zuzu in the return game. Yep. Question is, is Larry Fitzgerald coming back? We don't know that yet. You know, they got rid of uh, your boy Jimmy Connors is out there at the uh, Indian Wells. No more U.S. Open. You got to improve the backhand out in Arizona <laughs> to get the two-handed backhand in the backfield with Jimmy Connors. Um, your boy Kenyon Drake, which is surprisingly, he, he's gone. He went to Oak, to Las Vegas, to the Raiders. Some more weapons for uh, Murray. Again, another guy that could be on the hot seat, Cliff Kingsbury. He's got to win this year. It's a, uh, you know, tough division with the Niners, Seahawks, and Rams. So more weapons for Murray. Kadarius, Tony, slot guy, wide receiver, Florida. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do is we're halfway through the draft. We're going to take a quick little timeout here. We're going we're to let you hear a commercial, and then we're going to come back with the second half of the mock draft 2021 version, Michael Banks, Charles Judkins, David Precise, and myself, we are going to wrap up the back half of the second round of the first round, excuse me. And you're listening to the Powers on Sports podcast, and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning into the Powers on Sports podcast. We really appreciate it. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Before we get back to the episode, want to mention Titan Home Lending. If you have any home financing needs in the state of Florida, reach out to me, Jason Powers, Titan Home Lending, 205-790-1404. I can help you with a home purchase, with a refinance, with a cash out refinance, with a renovation loan, a VA loan, FHA loan, conventional loan, and virtually anything in between relative to home financing. So reach out to me at Titan Home Lending, 205-790-1404. You can reach me on email at jpowers at titanhl.com. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. 
All right, we are back. We're going to finish up those back half of the first round. We've gone through 16 picks in the 2021, 2021 mock draft. Appreciate uh, the participation of three of my fantasy football owning owner buddies, David Precise up in Columbus, Ohio, Michael Banks in Birmingham, Alabama, and Charles Judkins in Atlanta, Georgia. So we're going to wrap up the second half of the first round. Couple big doings. Lawrence went one, Zach Wilson two, Mac Jones three, and Justin Fields falls all the way to 15 to the Patriots as far as the quarterbacks go. Trey Lance went nine to the Broncos. And we again had uh, Devontae Smith go th as the first receiver to the Dolphins. Penny Sewell, first O lineman to the Bengals. So, and then Kyle Pitts went number four to, to the Falcons. Remember, we're not. We're not doing any trades, but our owners can suggest, hey, I would trade down here if this was me in real life, but we're going to make them make a pick in the spot that they're in. So pick number 17, let's get it going. The Las Vegas Raiders, Michael Banks, this is your team. You got Gruden, you got Mayock, you got a year four coming up of the 10-year $100 million deal. Another year of Derek Carr in the mix. Your boy Henry Ruggs was a disaster last year, wide receiver. Their defense was won one game. Bad. He got <laughs> and one game. Decimated their offensive line. So, you, you, what do you what do you like in Las Vegas this year with all the lights flashing? Uh, you know, I, I think offensive line is definitely a place they could go. But I think here the the pick has got to be defense. They they do need some defensive help, and. Uh, <laughs> You got to contend with Pat Mahomes twice a year. You better get some pressure on him. If anybody watched the Super Bowl, you know, if you get some pressure on the guy, you can get, you might be able to play the Chiefs pretty well, make him run around a, a lot. So I think they go with an edge rusher here. Chuck, you know exactly who I'm going here. Jalen Phillips out of the U. I know that's a, I know that's a big, a big uh, Chuck pick right there. Um, <clears throat> edge rusher. I think he is the guy that they, that they take here and uh, <clears throat> to help on that outside edge. Many think he's the best kind of 4-3 rusher in the draft. You know, obviously they picked Cleveland Farrell a couple of years out of Clemson, and he's not done a whole lot. You know, another thought here could have been J.C. Horn, the corner out of South Carolina, right. to help cover yeah. some of those guys. But we're going big beef. We're going defensive line. Jalen Phillips, Las Vegas Raiders. Again, big year for the Raiders, especially defensively. Their offense is good enough. They got a great running attack. With uh, Ken, they got Kenyon Drake now. They got Josh Jacobs. Good enough receivers, I think, to get it done. Great tight end in Waller. Need some defensive help. So good pick there on defense. Dave, back to you with the Fins again. Pick number two of the first round. I think this is their normal pick. Would have been their normal spot in the draft to pick. They just missed the playoffs last year after that disaster in Buffalo in the in the snow late in December. They got crushed in December. Uh, up in Buffalo in week 17, I believe. Dave, where are you going with pick number two for the Fins? Yeah, it was a dark time in Buffalo as <laughs> for many. Um, but, yeah, um, a lot of thoughts about D-line right here. But, um, you know, instead we're going to upgrade from the Miles Gaskin and Salvan Ahmed project and go, go ahead and get a stud running back. Let's go Najee Harris and get it done. Good pick. A definite need spot there for the Dolphins. I mean, Najee's kind of a three-down back. They, you know, the other two guys are complimentary guys at best in most most places. 
offensive line played better last year. Not great, but played better. Najee will definitely come in and probably be the starter from day one. Another Alabama guy. So, again, lots of pedigree with Flores and the Patriot system and Nick Saban relationship. So, good pick there. Najee Harris, number 18. And remember, fellas, this is the 27th anniversary of my boy Mel Kuyper and Bill Tobin. Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Who is Mel Kuyper? <laughs> better than my postman. Yes. Who doesn't even have season tickets? <laughs> so some good watching if you're out there listening on the podcast. YouTube, Bill Tobin and Mel Kuyper, 1994, which led to then, which then led to the Buccaneers getting Trent Dilfer. After they didn't, after the Colts passed on Trent Dilfer for Trev Alberts, but uh, that that didn't work out so well for Pewterland, the Trent Dilfer experiment. But all right, number nineteen, the Washington Football Team. This is my team, Rivera. Year number two with Rivera. They brought in Fitz Magic to be the man, Fitz Dog. After the Alex Smith just retired, Heineke and Shoot is going to be the backup. It looks like up in D.C. They were going to be in the uh, – they were they would definitely have been in the quarterback market potentially with a trade up here. Um, great defense in Washington, really good defense. They could have used potentially an um, offensive weapon. I'm going to give them – I'm going to – this is a tough one here. I'm going to give them – only because of value. I think he's the best value on the board here. I'm going to give them J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. I think he's the best player on the board. They, you know, that again, in that division, you got Prescott to deal with. You got to deal with the Giants and that NFC with Brady, man, uh, Brady and uh, Rogers to contend with on that side of the ball. So you can't ever have enough cornerbacks. Give me JC Horn, South Carolina. All right. Number 20, the venerable Chicago Bears. Got to give a shout out to Mongo McMichael. Having a tough, uh, tough deal with the ALS diagnosis. We all loved him from his WCW Monday Nitro days back in the day. In his great play, Hall of Famer, defensive line for the Bears. Critical year for your boy Nagy and uh, Pace, make or break year. Rolling out Andy Dalton at quarterback. Rolling, running, 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 shoot with Andy Dalton. Uh, question is, can you score enough points? The defense is still pretty good. Can you score enough points in that division to, again, people don't realize they made the playoffs last year as a wild card, had the saints on the ropes a little bit in that first round of the playoffs had a chance. If your boy with the motor oil hands doesn't drop the flea flicker early in the game, might've, might've won, you could have won the game potentially, but uh, Charles, what do you think of the, your boy, your Chicago bears? If for some strange reason, if they are not able to trade up, to get them a quarterback. I'm going to go with where they always need help is offensive line. And I think their offense is good enough. We had some, some, some bad injuries. People forget that, you know, uh, Tariq Cohen went out, which is a major, major part of our offense and what we need uh, need to do. Um, we're actually we're going to go offensive tackle with uh, Trevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Okay. To give Palmer some some help, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sold on that, but I mean, hopefully that they, they, they will trade up. But I think that you know the defense is still good enough. 
and, and, and offense is, you know, it's just what needs to come alive. Even though we have the least amount of salary space of any team in the NFL right now. Did not know that. Yep. A lot of money tied up in that defense. They re-signed Allen Robinson, correct? They, they got him back in the mix. Franchise tagged him, yeah. Yep. May, this might be a spot where they could potentially trade down and maybe get a receiver towards the end of the first round. If you wanted to do that, look at that way. But again, you can never have enough reinforcements. Dalton didn't running around. He's not going to be making his own plays. You need some help there. <laughs> Trevin Jenkins, good pick. Chicago Bears. Mike, you're on the clock with the Colts. Big offseason for the Colts. Wentz, now the quarterback with P. Riv, coaching high school ball up somewhere in Alabama, some prep school somewhere. Getting ready to pump out kid number 10, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> but uh, this is a ready-made team. This team is right on the brink. They, they, they are right there. They, they had some good, you know, good drafting over the years, good offensive line, defense. Probably can use a little defense. What are you thinking for the Colts? Yeah, I'm thinking defense. <clears throat> They've got, got the weapons on offense now. You got Wentz back playing for the quarter for the uh coach that that got him to you know where he was with the eagles um and then frank reich so i think they go defense here i like quitty pay out of michigan i think that uh i think they they could use an edge rusher and um i think he is a guy that complement the uh the maniac on the inside darius leonard so i have pay from uh from michigan he had a pretty good story. If you ever want to read up on that guy, that guy had a pretty uh, came from what uh, one of uh, what's the an African country? I don't think what the country was. Bad civil war. He and his mom got out of there when they were young. You know, came from a, from a tough background. And the African, God, I can't believe I can't think of the name, but look him up. Quitty Pay, good story, good player at Michigan. Again, solid player. Kind of uh, be interesting to see how he does. Is he a pass rusher? Is he a run stopper? We'll see how that goes. But, again, more, more reinforcements on the defense. Going to Tennessee, Dave, pick number 22. Another solid year out of the uh, the Titans. Your boy Tannehill getting it done, continues to get it done. Again, their defense wasn't great. Good offense. D. Henry running the rock. Good receivers. Lost Jonu Smith. What do you think in the, What do you think your boy Vrabel and company are doing in Tennessee? Yeah, no, I think they uh... – Losing uh, Adderay Jackson, Malcolm Butler. Looking at the defensive secondary, I'm going to go with uh, Caleb Farley, Virginia Tech, right here. Okay. Good pick. Need to reinforce those DBs. He's no he's no Dane and Sydney from UAB lore back in the day, but he could. I mean, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what how do what we can, James. <laughs> I think Farley is this the guy? I think he has like a bunch of brothers in the league. He's got another brother in place for I think maybe Pittsburgh or somebody, somebody. I, th I think Farley has a brother somewhere. Maybe, maybe I think I may be wrong on that, but I think he does. All right. Pick number 23, the Jets with their second first round pick. This is from Seattle. Thanks to Jamal Adams, the big trade with Jamal Adams a couple years ago, the Jets back on the clock. The Jets have already picked Zach Wilson. Do you go do you get him some help, Chuck? Do you go defense? Best available. What are you thinking in J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets land? I'm thinking that we go defense right here. And like Banks said earlier, 
if you can get pressure on the quarterback, that changes games and that, and that changes, I think, outcomes. So uh, we're actually we're going to uh, draft out of Penn State, uh, Jason Owe, who's an edge rusher. Okay. All right. And actually, the Jets had a fairly decent defense last year, so they weren't terrible on defense. Couldn't score much. You know, and year, look, it's, again, year one of, of Sala, who's the 49er guy, who's a defensive they also, guy, so a, a good pick there to always bring in another defensive kind of guy. You can never, again, never have enough defensive linemen. Only they, from Penn they also State. get C.J. Mosley back. They get Mosley back. Remember, he, he opted out last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. So <clears throat> the Jets go defense, defensive line, linebacker kind of guy. Jason Ole, Penn State. Number 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, a lot of term, a lot of a lot of changes this offseason. This is probably going to be Ben's last year. They restructured his deal. He had a huge salary cap number. Several offensive line defections, retirements. Villanueva just went to the Ravens, from what I read, after the Orlando Brown trade. Jimmy Connors gone. Your boy, uh, the receivers are back. Uh, Juju Smith is back. Got a good tight end there. I'm going to go. The question is, do I go running back here with possibly Etienne? Do I go defense? I'm going to go. Golly. <laughs> give me, I'm going to uh, give me Travis Etienne running back Clemson. I know running back's been a big need for them. I know a lot of people don't like taking running backs in the first round, but I think this guy could be a three down player for them. So give me Travis Etienne Clemson running back to immediately upgrade the running game. Still need some offensive line help, but I'll take Etienne at Pittsburgh pick number 24. I am up again with the Jaguars at number 25. Again, we took Lawrence early in the draft. This pick was from the Rams, from Jalen Ramsey trade from a couple years back. So, again, if I'm the Jaguars, you need help all over the place with Urban. I'm going to go uh, give me inside linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa, Owusu Notre Dame linebacker, to match him up with Miles Jack. So give me that guy. He seems to be the best player on the board. Their defense was not good last year, most of the year. So give me another linebacker in there to help out. Mr. Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Karamoa, Notre Dame, inside linebacker. All right, 26. Interesting team here, the Cleveland Browns. Made a big jump last year. Baker Mayfield played really well. The defense played pretty decent. Had a chance to beat Kansas City in the divisional round. Had the ball with about five minutes to go to win the game. Couldn't get it done. A couple big acquisitions in the offseason. Jadavion Clowney coming there to pair up with Miles Garrett, who seems to have had a, another good year there. Chuck, you're with the Browns. Do they keep OBJ? You got Jarvis Landry. You got a great running attack. What are you thinking there in Cleveland to back up year number two, Kevin Stavansky? We are going defense. Uh, I think we're pretty good on the offensive side of the board. Uh, going defense and getting some linebacker help. We're going to uh, pick uh, Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky, believe it or not. The Cats. They, their last big linebacker, what, Bud Dupree from a few years ago was a Kentucky guy. And who was the guy? Uh, golly. 
who was the guy from two years ago that went to Jacksonville, the rusher? Who was that guy that? Oh, uh, has the same first same name as uh, offensive player. Will Hi, Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yep, outside linebacker rusher. So your boy uh, Mark Stoops getting it done on the defensive side, recruiting. Good job there in, in Lexington. Good pick there, Jamon Davis. Not a sexy pick, but a good pick there. Baltimore Ravens, 27. This is Dave's pick. The Ravens are always shrewd drafters. Just made a big deal and traded Orlando Brown. I couldn't believe they traded him to Kansas City of all places, but they trade Orlando Brown. They get the Kansas City number one pick, and they swap some other picks. But, Dave, you are on the clock. Baltimore Ravens. Yes, late at night here on the Eastern time zone. I was uh, just double-checking my, my math here, so could be wrong on this pick. Do we have a Gregory Rousseau still available this yes. hour? Yes. Give us John Jacques uh, from the, the U you know, for Chuck Judkins. I like it. Um, I like it. A pass rusher. We're going to get after him. We're going Rousseau. Yep. Rousseau was a, had, had a big 2019 and opted out this last year. Didn't play. Had a big year as a defensive end though in 2019. Solid player. Ravens always like those big defensive ends, rushers, the Terrell Suggs kind of guys. They got uh, – what's his name still there? They got uh, the big man from Arizona. Uh, what's the big guy? The other Miami guy that's been there in the league forever. Uh, played, for, played in Arizona for a million years before last year. Oh, there you go. Dang it. Yeah. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. Like, yep, that's that's he's there now, so he'll be a good mentor. Another you guy, a good mentor for Rousseau. All right, De Mike, you're up number 28. The New Orleans Saints, the Jameis Winston T Taysom Hill era is underway. No more breeze, still way over the salary cap, and had to cut a lot of guys. A little bit of a now, I'll say rebuild, but had to sh shed some salary cap. What do you what are you thinking there in New Orleans? Well, uh, I was thinking the two guys that just went right before. So Chuck and Dave took uh, Davis and Rousseau and took those guys away. So I think it comes down to defense. Um, <clears throat> I, I think that it's either going to be a corner or it's going to be a linebacker. Um, you know, part of me, there's, there's a guy out in Tulsa I like, but I'm going to go with Greg Newsom yep. out of Northwestern. Um, I think the corner, they, you know, pair him up on the other side of um, – of Lattimore and, uh, and, and really help, help that secondary out. You got the Falcons always tough, you know, offensively. And then you have the bucks who have, you know, weapon after weapon and Brady. So you, you're definitely going to be uh, covering guys all day long. So I got, I have Newsom for okay. the saints. Cornerback Greg Newsom, Northwestern, another, they had a great year on defense at Northwestern. He's been, I've heard a lot of talk about that guy could go even higher than 28th for the Saints. A lot of people think he might even go, you know, early 20s, some, somebody in the early 20s. So good pick there, Greg Newsom. You're up again, Banks, with the Green Bay Packers. I'm sure this will, I'm sure this will not be a wide receiver. <laughs> Take another quarterback. Rogers, uh, We're gonna, quarterback. Yeah, they're going to draft. They're going to trade up here and get a, uh, try to get a quarterback. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, no, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're going to have to go wide receiver here, um, there, or else there's going to be a uh, it's going to be some picketing by by Mr. Rogers after he gets through taping Jeopardy. 
Um, <clears throat> I think it, I think you know there's a couple of them on the board. I would probably go with uh, with Elijah Moore there from from Ole Miss. I think that's a guy that has some speed, <clears throat> um, and and I think that uh, I think that he is a guy that could really help that offense out. They we, we, we saw this last year, the draft, we saw it on the field, you know, they were, they were down to receiver number five and six at one point, um, you know, with, with all their injury, with all the injuries. So I think that they go with receiver here and go Elijah Moore from, uh, from the Rebs, from Mr. Tiffin and folks. He might be the new Randy Cobb in the slot. He could probably be a pretty good yeah. slot guy, pretty yep. fast guy. He, I mean, he was electric with Ole Miss last year with Lane Kiffin. And so yes. nice. Yep, be nice, nice weapon for uh, Aaron A A Aaron and his newly engaged wife can 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 break down the, the draft pick, but we're gonna give Aaron Eli Moore, Ole Miss, Chuck number thirty, the Buffalo Bills, who no longer Buffalo, they're pretty damn good now with Josh Allen slinging it, uh, Stefan Diggs got crushed in the AFC Championship game, but great run. Great coach McDermott, really solid drafting the last few years. Offensive needs, maybe a running back here, maybe somebody we'll see. What do you think in Buffalo? I'm thinking, of course, on the defensive side, get them another edge rusher, pass yeah. rusher. You know, in their glory days, you know the the Bruce Smith days. You know, they're, they're people remember the offense, but they they they, they kind of forget. You know, the, their defense was was very very stout. So. Uh, we're going to get an edge rusher out of Washington, uh, Joe Tyron, out of Washington, University of Washington, yeah. edge rusher. Uh, I think he's going to be really good. Now, I don't know if he's going to be as good as Bruce Smith, but he'll at least, you know, rush, get to a quarterback, which, once again, I'm going to quote Banks. If you get pressure, pressure busts pipes. Yep. That's going to be the difference. So, especially in that division, especially in that division, which is is theirs for the take. So, absolutely, yeah. That, and that's the, that's been their weakness is pass rush. They've not been a good pass rush team the last couple of years. Good enough just to get by, but that's where they definitely need some help. So, good pick there, Joe Tryon, Washington defensive end. Chuck, Dave, you're back up with your Ravens again. The second pick this is from the Orlando Brown trade, thirty first overall. Again, solid, solid uh, resume of drafting over the years. What do you like in Baltimore? Do you get a weapon for Lamar Jackson? More reinforcements on the line? What are you thinking in Baltimore? Well, I did think about more, uh, you know, the, the Tulsa talent that, that Banks referred to and some, uh, you know, some other, some other various picks out there. But, you know, Sammy Watkins uh, going the fold, that, that's nice, but not expecting that to, to, to lay out uh, for the entire year, as we've all seen many times. Um, so I'm kind of thinking Jamar Chase's running mate, uh, Terrace Marshall. Let's get him in in the fold in Baltimore. He's six foot four guy. They have wideout problems. And um, I see what he does in the NFL. I think he's a player. A lot of people think he's underrated. He was kind of the third guy at LSU the last couple of years. And was very productive. A lot of people think he's, like you said, they need a big body wide receiver in Baltimore. They got uh, Hollywood Browns, a little, a little small guy. You got Andrews a tight end, but you need a big, a big body out wide, red zone kind of guy. And Marshall's has had some success doing that, catching balls 
from Burrow over the years and all that stuff. So good pick there. Even though the GM for the Ravens came out blasting the media saying, how dare you question my wide receivers? We, we are quite happy with what we got, but good pick there, Terrence Marshall. And now the last pick of the first round, my Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. What are we going to do? I think it wouldn't shock me if they traded out of this pick and traded into the second round. They, I don't think they're going to, they're not going to draft seven guys. They don't have seven guys that can make a team. So I think they might target one or two guys and, and trade some of their draft capital. But for this exercise, we're going to stay at 32. The debate is, do you go defensive line or do you go outside linebacker? We got some older guys on both spots on the field. You got Sue's getting older, JPP. You got uh, uh, just some older uh, older guys, Shaq, Shaq Barrett back in the mix. I'm going to go Christian Barmore, defensive tackle, Alabama. You can, again, never have enough defensive tackles and linemen. And he's, by all consensus, the best defensive tackle in this draft. Very disruptive force for the Tide. Comes from a good program. So give me Barmore from Alabama at the defensive line spots to round out this 32nd pick of the mock draft. Fellas, I appreciate it. Excellent work. What you, what are you saying? 16? What do you what, what? Uh, six? That's six first rounders for Bama if it if it plays out. Well, I had to do that for you guys. I know you guys were gonna be <laughs> had to had, had to get you above this the five number there. But uh great job, great research. Appreciate y'all's time. We're gonna post this. I'll we'll send a picture, everybody can post it on their social media, our mock draft 2021 fans edition. Even though Mike, you're, you, I consider you an analyst. Even though you're a fan, I still consider you an analyst. <laughs> check check out DJ Chuck J at the Atlanta Braves games. If you guys are in around the Atlanta Braves games, tell tell them where you're at, Chuck, when you're doing stuff for the Braves. I'm right at the Spanish Steps, right underneath the big uh, uh, baseball. Uh, so we're there on the weekends, Fridays and Saturday nights. As we're recording this, Chuck's. Cubs are in Atlanta playing the Bravos this weekend. Banks is going to be making a trip over there. Dave tells that they want to donate money to, to the Ohio the Ohio State University. How do they go about writing that check to to fund some more uh, Maurice Clarets and company down the road? <laughs> right, don't you worry. We, we know how that is. OSU.edu. We'll see you guys. Uh, appreciate everybody's <laughs> time. Y'all have a great week, and we will be you are listening to the Powers on Sports podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Powers on Sports podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you are hearing us tonight. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Sports. So we'd love to hear your feedback, comments, suggestions for future episodes. And again, thanks for all the support. Remember to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, and we'd love to see you back next time for the next episode of the Powers on Sports podcast. Have a great week.